Hello and welcome to Sarcasm Cast 2 Electric Boogaloo Episode 4. And the title hasn't worn down yet. No, I'll still, still, make still riding me high. I'm Dan. And I am Senor Martho Jack. And today we will be discussing Men in Black International and Brightburn. Hashtag of, get hyped. One of which we agree on, like our views, but the other one we don't. We'll discuss that later. Well, the the idea of men in black is very divisive <laughs> in of itself. Like, women in black? How is that not a thing? Oh, that's a thing, isn't it? Um, well, anyway, I want to start off with something else, with something new. Um, last week, we went to the pub before Chris's book launch. Remember that? Chris, our friend Chris, the yes, author. The author. Now you World see famous. me in stores now. And um, we got talking because... Uh, in the Apple Store, the podcast store, under the name of, like the name of the podcast, mm-hmm. is usually the name of the production company. And I was <laughs> just said, Dan and Jake, and I said we'll need something more pro- more professional to, even though we're not professional. And I suggested call it Rusty Trombone Productions. You didn't know what that meant, did you? Because I was <laughs> sheltered as a child. <laughs> then you googled it. And I am still going to shelter myself as a child. So I thought I'd educate Jake a little bit here. Got a little quiz for you here. It's called Sex Term or Small British Town. Fuck right. me, he would And go. if you get six out of the ten right, six or more right, you win a prize. This prize is Police Academy on DVD. That's up for grabs. Basically, it's from that pile over there of crap that I don't want. No Oscar nominations or BAFTAs. I'll think about it. <laughs> you're you're going to take it whether or not you win or lose. I don't want it. <laughs> it's actually it's actually the best the best one in the bunch. I've I've been mean again to the Police Academy movies. I've just never seen. If it. you lower your expectations, yes, to below the earth, you might enjoy it. Is it essentially parody of like pol- no, cop dramas? It parodies itself towards the end. The first one's generally quite quite good. But let's get started, shall we? Let's do it. So remember. Which is the sex term and which is the small British town? There's a lot of towns in Britain. First round. Yeah. Crapstone and Dirty Vidalia. Which is the sex act or term and which is the small British town? Crapstone, Dirty Vidalia. Well, I think I remember seeing Crapstone on a map. The, the the reason why I say that is because I follow, follow a lot of Instagram accounts, as you know, the parody accounts, where it's just like, oh, I can't believe there's places called this, 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 and this, like mm-hmm. Cockermouth, for example. By the way, if that comes up in the quiz, that's <laughs> fucking six points right there. It doesn't. <laughs> Shit. Um, so, what are you going with? I'm going with, what was the first one again? Crapstone, Dirty Vidalia. Crapstone's the town, Dirty Vidalia is the sex act. So, you mother. Oh no no we're there after right you one. came no, here no, 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 no. with sound effects no 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 correct you are correct I press the one press the one I'm one. more confused than when we started right <laughs> round two D- hold on hold on hold on is there an explanation for Dirty Vidalia what there the is f- but I've forgotten what it was Lord ha- you'll have to Google that later I know the rest except for one more right uh, Plumpkin or Barton in the Beans is that Plumpkin with a B. Yes. Blumpkin or Barton in the Beans. Uh, which is the sex act and which is the town? From first to second, um, sex act town. 
Two for two. Something in something. Yeah, unless it's uh-huh. bangers in mash. Well, I know it's bangers in mash, uh, but... A blumpkin is... Do you, do you know what that is? Tell tell the beloved viewers <laughs> who are interested in they doing... They probably a, know, but... The, they're going to do a quiz themselves of sex acts or British towns. Uh, okay, so. so the man is on the toilet having a poop. Naturally. And the woman is on her knees, if you get my drift. <laughs> And the man has a hard on, and the woman yes, raises yeah. the dick up, and it, it's as though she's like releasing shit from the. No, no. Okay. What? Something else with her, her, her mouth. Oh. Oh, right. Okay. You, you got that one, have you? I think I do. Right, okay. And now I want to leave. Right. Round three. Remember, you're two for two so far. Clam jam or loose bottom? Um, Sex Act Town. I know there's a town called Loose Bottom. Fucking yes. But hell, you're getting good here. Don't ask me how I know these. I more certainly have not visited these places. Now, do you know what a clam jam is? For, um, for a bonus point. I'm gonna s- I'm gonna think it involves the vagina. You're, you're there. You're almost there. Is it a vagina that's <laughs> not been washed for quite a while? <laughs> no. Judging by that laugh, I thought I was spot on. But it's basically not. The, the woman version of cock block. Oh, so stopping a girl from like making out with a with a uh, boy yeah, or yeah. or girl. Okay. Um, round four, three for three. Another <laughs> three, three more points, and you've won that fabulous DVD. I can't stop touching it. <laughs> the DVD. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the DVD. Brown Willie, who or and Houdini. Brown Willie, Houdini. Um, town sex act. I believe. Fucking yes. Bloody hell, you're getting good here. Well, that was kind of a giveaway because I don't think there's going to be a a sex act called Brown (laughs) Willie. I don't know there could be. So what's the Houdini then? I think Is it just you fuck someone and just leave? I think it is that, you know. So it's even quicker than a one night stand. I think uh, the gentleman is doing the lady from behind. The dirty deed. And before she has a chance to turn around, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think I think that's what it is. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. 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 Right. Uh, number four. No five. Yes. Five. Yes, I'm four for six. Four. You four for four. Oh, four for four. Yes. <laughs> so, axe wound, mm-hmm. and rest be thankful. Um, sex act town. First one. Oh. Fucking. It's not like I'm looking at the answers. Or, I know. I'm genuinely not. So, what's, so what's an axe wound? An axe wound. Where you slam your dick so hard into someone that they draw blood. <laughs> no. It's just a slang term for that vagina. Okay. It's, it's, it's gross on all that. Yeah. Uh, round six. Oh shit, I could fail here and lose police academy. If you get this right, you've, you've won. Unless <laughs> you're just playing for like pride now. Like, oh. Um... Spunky and Balloon Knot. Um, town Sex Act. He's done it! He went! Six for six. That is now yours to keep. I'd like to thank... I'll tell you what, if you get all ten right... Oh, fuck, he's You gone. can pick from the pile of unwanted DVDs. If I, okay, You have let, to take one, because I don't want them. Hold on, let's say if I get in between eight and ten. Right. Like, if I get the next one right and then the next three wrong, then that's fair. But if I get between eight and ten... 
Would you say that's fair? Because I, I don't think I'm going to get all of them. I don't have. Okay, okay, nine or ten. I I'll give you nine. Oh, okay. Right, so pressure's on now. Yeah. So round seven. Alright. Bloodhound, new invention. New invention is in brand new. I don't know. Just, just N E W. New N E W. Okay. New invention, bloodhound or bloodhound new invention. That's what that, that's the. This the is probably where I'm going to fuck off. Sex act town. No, a fucking advert come up on the app. Where the hell's wait for the goal? <laughs> if you don't want to pay for ads... Right, okay. You got it right. So the Bloodhound... Can, can you make a guess as to what that is? Well, all I know from Bloodhound is that it's... A, the clue's in the name. Yeah, it's a dog with no, like... Not the dog, but the clue is in the first part of the name. Oh. Um, you kind of peeing blood on the floor and your partner licks it up like <laughs> Man, a, that's that's disgusting that that's no I, it's, I think it's making love to a woman while she's on her period i think that's what it is these that's these are the definitions from urban dictionary is I'm it in. weird that i can tick that off the list <laughs> that is weird yeah cool although i think most people i don't, I don't know anyway <laughs> right okay round eight round eight <laughs> this one will make you laugh <laughs> this one made me laugh when i, let's, when let's, I let's, let's, let's test that wet wang and Smashed a baiting. Wet wang smashed a baiting. Town sex act. Bloody hell. One more and you've and you've won yourself another DVD. Tell you what, get between nine and ten, you pick another one. If you get the fully ten, you pick a second one for yourself. Fucking so hell. Three so you could end up with here. Okay. Lordy Lou. This is num- number nine now. Holy shit. Or, uh, do you know what Smash the Baton is? Um, where you smash so hard you can't masturbate? It is masturbating with those giant Hulk hands. Oh, Hulk <laughs> smashed a bit. Got As it. in smashed a bit. Maybe okay. that's one of the deleted scenes in the new movie. I hope it's not. <laughs> uh, cock shut and javelin. Now you might trip up here. Oh, oh. Cock shut and javelin. Cock shut and javelin. <laughs> town sex act. This is for another DVD. Sex act town. This is for another DVD. Are you, are you sure you want to go over that? No, I'm going town sex act, my first one. He's done it, he's got nine. <laughs> Why am I getting that? so hyped with this? <laughs> You've won another DVD. That's yeah! <laughs> Right. Uh, do you know what javelin is in terms of sex, sex acts? Um, you just jump so hard and your erect penis enters an orifice and it feels weird. Well, it involves the penis. It's a straight you stick, jab. You stick a cocktail stick Great. down the jap's eye and then when the man is finished it shoots out like a javelin. <laughs> This oh. is according to Urban Dictionary. This is weird. Cool. That's our source for this week. Last one. Mm. Wolf bagging and cock shoot. Wolf bagging and cock shoot. Sex Act Town. This is for number 10. What did I say? Yeah! You've Sex got all Act 10. Town. I would not have guess oh, how on earth you are a professional because you've got to think which is the most stupidest name 
Yes. And you go... Maybe I, I could have made it harder. You really could? Hey! Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, the Bloodhound didn't. I was hoping to play this more... Well, another advert for Final Fantasy fifteen. They're still promoting that app? Okay. I don't know how long this is going to be on here it's, for. It's a, it's a, it's right. a build-a-thon on your phone. I was hoping to play this at... Well, you kind of got away with it at the beginning. I did, by accident. And I also wanted to play this. You are an idiot. You are an idiot. You are an idiot. Sadly, no, because you were on fire. Contains moderate sex. That's Police Academy right there. It does. It's got boobs in. Awesome. 80s boobs. 1984 boobs, to be specific. <laughs> right. Movies. Get away from these sex acts. These disgusting sex acts. And let's look at disgusting movies. One disgusting movie. <laughs> uh, we'll start with the one that we agree on, which is Men in Black International. Oh, shit, I thought you were going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, MIB International. International. The fourth? The fourth. Um, I, I put it, put, uh, I've seen the first one, but barely remember it because I watched it when I was a kid. But of what I remember, it was good. It is really good. Yeah. Uh, most people don't like two. I enjoy it. Yeah, I liked it as a kid. If I was pro- to probably watch it again, I might not like it as much. But you'll like it more than Men in Black Inter- International, I'll tell you that. Country Mile. What rating did you end up giving it? Two. Two, I give it a four. You were too generous. I think I was. <laughs> okay, put it this way. Thinking back on it now, do you remember as much as when you left the cinema, or do you remember way less? Uh, I remember less but not way less I still remember a good portion of the movie I remember two scenes whereas when I came out I remembered pretty much the whole movie but in a kind of sad way mm-hmm. so the movie starts with um, Molly is it? yes Molly. it is Molly as a child her parents um, discover this alien the men in black come to neuralise them uh, but they don't neuralise the child, Molly, because they think that she's asleep. Why don't they go up and check? Yeah. Just neuralise it just to be, be certain. But I'm calling bullshit on that because she looked away at the exact point that the neuralizer activated. So... Maybe you've got to be standing right in, in front of it. Mm, probably. Maybe. What would have made it a little bit cool... Actually, hold on. I'll go back to that point. Remind me to go back to that neuralizer point when we get to the end of the film. Okay, okay. Um, so then, flash forwards like twenty odd years, and uh, oh, spoiler alert! In yeah. case we didn't mention it, spoilers. Like you give a shit about this movie. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so Molly grows up and she hacks into NASA. Well, before with that, a, with a laptop. Before, Is that possible? Yeah, but I don't know how. No, don't ask me how. I work with computers, but I don't know how to do that. Um, I and mean, that's next level shit. Even before she's trying to hack into NASA, she's got that active like at home. But really what she's trying to do is get in with all these high, like, highly secretive jobs, like like MI6 yeah. and the CIA and stuff. And they, and she asks the very vague question of, are the guys in the suits and the guys up there? And they have no idea what she's on about. Accountants? Yeah, the accountants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one laughed. I'll tell you one more thing, though. This film was not funny. We'll, I, really, I really didn't laugh. We'll get to that, because yeah. the funny bits happen in the middle. Um, so, NASA. Yes, Hacked into NASA. She's tracking no one, the alien life. No one finds out. <laughs> NASA servers are always down. All right, and then um, she finds... An anomaly. Yeah, like a spaceship, someone coming back to Earth for something. Yep. She in- goes to this crash site, 
sees the men in black. Ah, but... Follows them back to the base. Yeah, okay. How fucking easy is that? Yeah. I remember I remember an episode of Doctor Who. Now, we're going to get back to this. But these... Um, so the whole idea of the episode was there was a kind of alien in the television and it would steal people's faces. Mm-hmm. And basically, she, the, uh, the alien hired these guys in suits to come and take these people away into a black cab. And basically, they went down one side street... Then down two main roads, took a took a right, took a left. I think from the episode, I'm a nerd. Um, and then they ended up in this factory where the gates would close, like wooden gates that would close as the car went in, and two greengrocers would like cut across to to show some sort of coercion, if you know what I mean. Right. Like that's hiding in plain sight, pretty yeah. much. But with Men in Black, it's pretty much they stopped outside the door. Didn't they? Mm-hmm. The black car stopped outside the door, yeah. and then she took a taxi, and the taxi somehow managed to follow the men in black car. I mean, how easy was it, is it just to walk into that building and access the lift? Yeah, but Emma Thompson, we're going to find out, is very easily persuaded by young very naive women. Persuaded. Right. Yeah. So by playing to her, she then becomes an MIB agent. Agent M. Agent M. And I didn't like. I jump in the first film. Vaguely, when Agent J. Will Smith have the little montage of him becoming an agent. Eve. Like, you see, like, um, K's on the computer getting rid of all his information from the databases and all that. He's getting his fingerprints removed and all that. Mm-hmm. And he's suiting up, getting the weapons and all that. that. That scene and that little montage in this film wasn't that good. I don't really remember it. Oh, it was like... You wear this suit outside of here. You are no one. That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that sort of. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, was it as fun? And didn't like. Um, oh, what's the word? Put it this way. I remember it for the for the wrong reasons. I remember it too as, much talking during it. It's exposition, is what it is. No, not that. I mean, like when she was suiting up, she was. Molly was talking during the. Uh, always monologue about oh yeah we'll provide you with a gun oh what this I don't want this and then yeah it wasn't that good it didn't work it it wasn't funny so then she her first mission is to go to London yes brand new men in black agent they have to travel to London oh yeah she gets sent to the London HQ yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and I totally forgot Liam Neeson was in this film they marketed that film really well (laughs) because you remember when he went when he went like level ten racist. I'll go. I'll go out searching on the night for a black man. <laughs> he was in that film a lot more than the trailers and adverts made. I, ca- I came away from watching just to cut this um, quite short, but we'll get back to it. Oh but, no, no, the film start. Okay, yeah, you, you, you go. Sorry. Uh, just, just about the whole Liam Neeson thing when he was promoting Cold Pursuit. Like, I still don't know what to think of that. That it's whole weird. Yeah. Why bring it up now? I know. I, I, I oh, do you mean me on the podcast? No, 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 him. Oh, this case. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the film Cold Pursuit doesn't deal with that sort of stuff, I don't think. Yeah, I would say... So it, what was the segue to get talking about that? Yeah, if he talked about it during Taken, it would kind of make a little more well, sense, but not, but like not in the way that you think. Not thinking. as much sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, from the trails, I thought Liam Neeson was just going to be in the opening, because I, I clean forgot the opening of the, the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. Him and Agent H, Chris Hemsworth. Agent Hemsworth. Not very good. 
Oh, Chris Hemsworth in the mm. movie. No, not at all. So they battle this alien and it cuts out just as they're about to fire the guns, doesn't it? Oh, so the so the prologue was the was the painting on the wall in the on the on the wall in yeah, the office like five years before. Right. I like the I like the other little painting of JNK fighting the bug from Men in Black One. That was that was cool. the first one. Yeah, I, I like thought that. so. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes to Molly goes to London, meets London. Agent H. Um, like I say, Chris Hemsworth more annoying. Yeah. And dumb. Yeah. And arrogant, not in a good way either. Yeah. Um, so and they even, get parting together. And and even when the twist is explained, it still not justifies his what stupidity. Twist? The f- fact that he got neuralized. Oh, that he was neuralized. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sort of saw that coming. It's yeah, but yeah, but I'm saying it still doesn't justify the fact that he it makes him dumb, unless yeah. he was like that to begin with. So it would have been great because, like you said in the prologue, him and Liam Neeson, like the only. St- like stupid thing he did was open the door before like Liam Neeson went oh no don't and then he gets pushed back into the lift yes. aside from that uh-huh. he's sharp he's quick like he knows what he's doing yeah but then right. afterwards he's thick as pig shit yeah it, uh, even um, like I said with, even with that twist it doesn't, doesn't justify him being that stupid nah he was trying to I think we're trying to make him like the Thor in Ragnarok type of character Casting Chris Hemsworth in a comedy role like this... He is funny, though. Ghostbusters, he was alright. He, he, he was the funniest part in that. He was the only good part in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I only remember his scenes from the movie. I don't even remember the other Ghostbusters cameos. Don't remind me. I don't either. <laughs> so, yeah, their first mission is to um, keep happy an alien. Yes, of like, a very rich alien family, yeah. Like. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll get introduced to who are seemingly the bad guys in uh, Marrakesh, isn't it? Where yes, these aliens who can transform and warp reality, warp matter, that sort of stuff. So they take on the guys of this dude who then splitting off into two. So there's twins. I will say this, um, just to cut across. Um, we saw some aliens at the London HQ, quarters, headquarters, headquarters. <laughs> HQ or headquarters. Get it right, kids. Um, the alien designs, for the most part, were cool. Can't remember a single one. Really? No, I can remember no. I can, I can remember one. This fluffy little where he goes, oh, don't touch, and then it basically just like kind of shivers and it gets rid Scatters of all the balls. That yeah. might have. I think that raised a smile. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that I think about it, I don't remember quite a lot. Yeah. So they're in this nightclub, and they're dancing and drinking, and Mm -hmm. M is uncomfortable because he's hitting on her, and I think, anyway. Pimping her out. Anyway, so the alien is trying to talk to H, like, I need your help. Uh And H is like, "Uh, I want to dance and drink. Uh, Because he's a dumb jock boy. Just fucking listen to him, man. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you... Chris Hemsworth, prick. an Australian, playing a British secret agent, is not putting a good light on British people. No. Fuck him. Um, so anyway, the two guys from Marrakesh. Yeah, they end up turning up in London, kill this alien. Then a little shooting battle starts between uh, H- H&M and these two. H&M, aliens. I see what you did there. It's a good closing breath. Clothing. They are as well. I, I mm-hmm. didn't put that together myself. H&M. I'd rather go shopping for two hours in H&M than watch this movie again. 
I would actually as well. I would go shopping there. I've never been in. Anyway, so yeah, there's a, a fight and um, the alien gives Molly an item. This item because he's Rubik's said, cube. Basically saying H doesn't seem the same. No, it it's not H. He, sh- he should what he should have said was H is fucking stupid. <laughs> yes, he's a dickhead. He's a dumbass. I can't think of any other dumb You seem professional. You take this. Don't give it to that prick. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then there's the whole subplot of, like, they think there's a mole inside MIB. We know from the cast that it's Liam Neeson. Yeah. From his lack of screen time in the trailers and adverts, we know it's going to be him. Mind you, they know they don't play pretty well with having Rafe Spall as a um, kind of we knew it wasn't ever going to be him. Yeah. They, they make it obvious that it is him, so you know it's not going to be him. Yeah. So then, then, then where do we go? They go to Marrakesh, I think. <laughs> I can't remember what for. Oh, they, about why do they go? Um, doesn't doesn't um doesn't Molly kind of not turn in the device yes. but she asks what it is and what it's for no no she... because the, no there's a reason why they go to Marrakesh because they end up with um um uh Nanjiani's character yeah why did they go there because uh, I don't know our brains are imploding I literally can't remember why they go there so in our minds there's a big long gap where we can't remember what happens, but the next thing I remember... There's a, there's a chase scene, which wasn't that good. Which was orchestrated by um, Rafe Spall's character, because he thinks that H is the mole, because, like he said as well, H isn't the same like he was right. And they the discover from the CCTV that the alien gave M yes. the Rubik's Cube. Yeah, that's why, yeah. And they're basically oh no, it's to get the cube back, isn't it? Aye, aye. Mm-hmm. And they're holding the cube, but um, Liam Neeson for some reason is giving them uh, giving them shit. No, 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 no. He's um, assisting them. Oh, that's right. I've got a question about him towards the end. Actually, <laughs> many questions. And um, so there's that chase, and it turns turns out that the the Rubik's cube is this weapon that can destroy planets. Yeah, it, t- it transforms into a mini weapon, like a like a kind of mini launcher. Right, so in the desert, they have a bit of a bonding moment. Oh yeah, they go into the desert because they use this really... The hyperdrive on the, the bike. Yes. And then they have that second, end of the second act, like, tizzy, where they fall out. Yes, cliche tizzy. Yeah. Can and you then, can you ask the dumb dipshit to pass me the wrench? I think this is going on for too fucking long. I've, I've, I've got to admit, I went out at that point to get some food. <laughs> what sort of food did you get? Uh, well, long story short, I didn't because the queue That's was too right. fucking long. That's right. But I missed about ten minutes of the film. I came back and they were still in the fucking desert. I went, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> I can't. They... I said to the empty seat next to me, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very busy where I went, when I went either. Um... So they get out of the desert, then go to this island. Yeah, why where... did they go to the island to see um, H's X? Well, because, no, because the guy with the beard, the beard animal, the beard alien, he, they steal the Rubik's Cube and they sell it to, to Rebecca Ferguson, the, one, the woman with the third arm. 
Yeah. So Aiden H and M turn up there. Uh huh. To get it back. Hold on. How do they get the cube, the Rubik's cube right, again? Okay. <laughs> the guy, you know, the alien, the guy with the alien beard. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that part? The blue guy. No, he's human looking, but he, his beard turned into an alien. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He fucks off with it. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I don't know how. I can't remember because they're in the middle of the desert. Where does he go again? Is it a boom tube? Dan, I've just got to say this is fucking harder than the quiz. Isn't it? It's hard work. This recollecting what goes on here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they they sell he's they must sell it to Rebecca Ferguson, the woman yeah. with the third arm. For some weird reason, yeah. What does what does I that? Think she, I think she's a collector. Provide? Oh, obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they turn up at the island, uh-huh. and Rebecca um, Ferguson's character's got this big alien bodyguard, and it's re- revealed a little bit later that that big alien is the little alien that Molly saved from the MIB agents at the beginning of the movie. That was literally the biggest fucking convenience to happen in the film. That's so, so if convenient. That, if that alien never met Molly as a child, they would die there and then. Like, Rebecca Ferguson wasn't, wouldn't hesitate to kill, like, Molly or keep age. How hard can it be to fight someone with three arms? Um, I don't know. I've never I, fought anyone. I bet it would be quite hard. Uh, well, yeah, you block two of their arms and then the third one, you just kind of take it. Yeah, you have to just take it. <laughs> take it like a man. <laughs> or a woman, depending on your gender. Straight punch to the face. Yes. So so that convenience happens and the alien basically says, let them go. Yeah, let them go. And, and they then go. It, yeah, they do. <laughs> That's about it. And then Liam Neeson... Oh, they apparently... They go back home. No, 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 no. The, al- the two Marrakesh aliens... Oh, shit. Where the, where the hell have they been all this time? Put it this way. Right, so... This is... this is Yeah, they turned up on that island. Wait, 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 wait. This is the only plus I will give Dark Phoenix. At least the aliens featured in Dark Phoenix were kind of cool. What the fuck? <laughs> what planet are you on, man? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah, they're about the same. I prefer the aliens in this. Yeah. Because they had that, that cool reality-bending power thing. Yeah. That, that was cool to watch it. At times, yeah. Anyway, so they're on the island. The two aliens come up, and the MIB backup turn up conveniently and sneak attack them in the back. Do they destroy yeah. them? They don't. T- they don't turn up again. Mm. So they must do. So the threat that was um, that a five-minute scene in Marrakesh where the where the power went out and a really cool shot where it cuts to the um, where it cuts to the power box and then it cuts back in the slightly closer, cut back in the slightly closer. Oh, that's oh, yeah. That shot that's, was... That's never been done before, has it? Yeah. <laughs> Cliché. Uh, so where are we at? Oh, yeah. So they get rescued. They go back to the headquarters. Liam Neeson now has the weapon. Aye. He then goes to the Eiffel Tower. So is he the alien? Or no, is he being... No, I think he's... No, no sorry, he is. He is the hive. Because he remembers who H is. I still don't know. So, has he been possessed? <laughs> no, he's an actual... I th- no, I think... Th- based based on the previous Men in Black films, he's probably assumed the identity of Liam Neeson, killed him, and assumed his identity. But how does he remember who H is? You know what? Fuck this movie. Yeah, they go to the Eiffel Tower. They 
destroy the hive and use the weapon to destroy the hive that kind of links... Basically like a rehash of the opening. Yes, pretty much. All that side. And then um, H gets promoted to the London... It should have, I think it should have been C. C? Rafe uh, Spall. Oh, Rafe Spall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I that would have made more sense. I wouldn't have minded that. I yeah. like Rafe Spall. He tries. <laughs> and then Molly goes back. Does she go back to the to New York? Well, she decides yes. to, she decides to stay a little bit longer with H. Yeah, she's like, oh, road road trip will be all right. And then the car flies into the screen, and then I leave. Like real quick. That's about it. That's the that's, that. What a shitty film. I might down downgrade it even more because it when you talk about it, you realize how shit it is. This is making me want to watch the third one. Is it okay? It's really, it's surprisingly good. I don't, I don't no one expected it to be that good. Josh Brolin, Thanos. It's really good as Young K in that film. Nice. I'll, I'll give it a watch. Uh-huh. But four. All right. If you had to pick any good points from it, what would you pick? If you pick three, I'll give you another DVD from the pile. Joke, of course. Um, Rafe Spall because he tries. All right, he was all right. Yeah. Not given much to do apart from look at computer screens. Yeah, but com- compared to everyone else he tries. Like, remember how much Emma Thompson was in the trailer? And then she's only in those scenes in the, in the movie? Yeah. And nothing else? Like, Liam Neeson's in it more than she is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish Spall's... they. I wish that. Um, I bet they wish they that they didn't have the the other way around now. Rafe Spall, because he tries. The acknowledgement of the previous films with the painting of the end, the climax yeah. of the first movie. Makes me want to watch that film again. I wouldn't mind watching it again. Mm-hmm. Um, third point. Um, I'm trying to remember if um, Nanjiani had. Um, His character lines. was good, but it was just there for comic relief. But the character wasn't funny, so it was just a wasted character. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chemistry between Hemsworth and uh, Molly. Tessa Thompson was alright. They work well together. They are funny. I think you're alone in, on that. In Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> Safe. You saved it. I did, yeah. You didn't let me finish that. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Um, third point. Oh yeah, it ended. So I could leave the, the cinema. Does that <laughs> yeah. count? Yes, it was over quite quickly. Yeah, it was. It was. It was What's a short movie. Film? It's pretty much. Uh, oh, I want to join. One bam, thank, thank you, man. Yeah, I want to join the Men in Black. I've joined the Men in Black, and Alien's given me a device. We need to get the device back. Oh, we're giving the device over to the bad guy. Kill the bad guy. So need to get it back again. <laughs> <laughs> Give it back. No. Give. It, please. No. Please. All right. Summed that up perfectly. I mean, I should have wrote this shit. Okay, I'm going to give it maybe a 3 out of 10. By the guy who produced the, the Fast the, and Furious No, he di- directed Fast and Furious 8. One of the greatest films ever made. Actually, I've got a confession to make about those films. <laughs> they get a little bit worse every time. Yeah, but that's par for the course with the, uh-huh. with the Fast and Furious movies. No, no, movies. after I watched them. Right. So I've watched it a few times now, and it's not as good as the time before. I think it's because my ratings in the past have been based on the fact that I've seen them on the big screen. Yeah, I imagine. That sort of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But with Peter Buens, I would downgrade it a little bit more. But that's for another 
Yeah, I would. I would give. We'll, the, see, we'll, we'll see. about that for like I would give, sure. I would give the Fast and Furious films collectively like a six out of ten, but that's a good rating. Hmm. Like I will never. Oh, I I lo- I like them. I will never love them, but will never hate them because what because of what they are. They now, are. And now Hobbs and Shaw looks awesome. It does, but that I'm going to put into the same vein. It's like a dumb action movie, but I like it. Exactly. I get entertainment from it. Unlike this film, which you give a two. I am so tempted to give it a one. I'll stick with three. I'll stick with two. If I'm forced to watch it again, I'll give it a one. No, I think at the end of the year, I might revise most of my, my ratings. Oh, my, my, my end of the year is going to be fun. <laughs> Moving on to the next film we've seen this week. Brightburn. Which and is... What, 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 what did you think the title of the film was originally? Like, what do you think it meant? Originally. Uh, because we know what it is. Spoilers for Brightburn. I know. I, th- I thought it might have just linked, have been a reference to the boy's personality. Nope. What? It's the name of the town. Well, yeah, I know that. You said, what did you think it meant? Of yeah, yeah, yeah. It? Like, before you before you found out that it was the name of the town, what yeah. did you think Brightburn would have meant? That's what I'm asking you. If you thought it meant anything different. Yeah, and then you said, no, it was the name of the town. <laughs> Anyway, so I want to start off. What what was your rating for that film? Three out of ten. Bollocks to you. Give me all the bollocks. All these sex puns give me all the bollocks. 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 Actually, there is a bollocks on here. I'll try and the... Uh... <laughs> Dan's got the perfect insult app. Perfect for Brightburn viewing. <laughs> I don't think of your opinion. Yeah, I was holding that in for quite a while. I'm, I'm glad. Um, yeah, I think I would give it seven, seven out of ten. Let me ask you this: Would it? Is it a movie that you would watch, not continuously, but like every now and then? Say again. Now and then. No, I've, I've watched it once. I probably, probably won't watch it again. I, I don't think it's going to be a Blu-ray buy, but I did enjoy watching it. Right. Because that confuses no! me. Because that confuses no! me. Oh, I thought that was going to follow... No! I thought that no, was sorry, gonna... sorry, I, I thought know. that was going to follow up with... No, God, please, no! Yeah, that's what I hoped for when I first pressed the button, but no. No. If, if a movie is memorable to the point where I would watch it again, it gets at least a six. Really? Me. Yes. Like if it's entertaining, even if a film is bad, I would probably um, there was might be a chance I would watch it again. Like mm-hmm. Hellboy, not particularly good, but I'll oh, probably the watch it again. I don't know why. Right, I didn't catch it, but it's out soon, so I'll probably. <laughs> it's catch gonna it. be out on Amazon Prime soon. Prime boys, um, yeah. I, I, well, I'm interested um, in the film mainly because of the director, Neil Marshall, mm. who's from Obergaf. Back to Brightburn. Shiteburn. Brightburn. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear Dan's positives and then let's hear Jake's negatives. The go, Dan. Cre- creepy as fuck. Good performances. Creepy performances, okay. Um, <laughs> you're mixing the two together there. <laughs> um, it was an interesting twist on the uh, mythology of Superman, m- intentional or not. Is it a DC movie, though? No, nowhere near. Then why is it a twist on the mythology of Superman, then? If it doesn't directly link with Superman? 
Well, okay, maybe the story of Moses then. Did Moses ever kill his parents? No, it's, it's a, <laughs> the story of Superman is the story of Moses. He found a burning bush and then asked the skies what to do. No, like you, I don't know the specifics, <laughs> but he was put in like a a basket in the Nile, I think it was. Oh, so floated like, downstream and he was picked up by a by a couple in the Oh, I see. Moses, you see. Okay, okay, I get that. I get that. Yeah. But he doesn't lead anyone to the promised land. <laughs> That's for fucking sure. Um, and the gore was really good. The, the death gore. scenes were awesome. Of which there were three. No, there wasn't. The diner. Right. The car. Right. The dad. The oh, mom. Oh yeah, sorry. The, the coppers. Di- the diner, the dad, the coppers. There's and two the of them. Five. Five. Five deaths in the space of an hour. Like the first half an hour, there's no deaths. And how many deaths was there in Men in Black? Um, well... How many deaths is there in Blade Runner? In Blade Runner? Um, one, two, three, four replicas. Replicants. Replicants. Call yourself a fan, do you? Hey! <laughs> I'm nearly there. <laughs> Um, I, I'm just I'm just fueled with hatred for this movie. I don't understand why. I do not. Okay, why? Why? <laughs> okay. Don't get me out. Don't make me get out the app. <laughs> <laughs> um, I at the end when I came out the the thought that I had in my mind was wasted potential. Right. What potential was wasted? You're given the premise of a boy who is pretty much nigh on invincible. Right. And he could go on a murder spree willy willy nilly. Oh yeah, we forgot about the um, the plane crash at the end. Yeah. So more deaths. Two hundred odd. There let, you go. Let, let's you. go. Fucking passenger. <laughs> and everyone in the world. Yeah. What if that plane was the hijacked plane from Men in Black? <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> don't just just don't go there. We've got our first cut. Um. Wasted potential. Yeah. How. Um, like I said, you're given the premise of a kid, nigh on invincible, and does whatever he pleases. He's just a dick. So the way that I see it, don't pussyfoot your way around killing shit. I have no idea what you mean. Explain. How would you have written this movie? How what what would your three act structure of this movie have had been then? Uh, to full to fulfil its potential. Okay, the first act. What I admire. The one thing I liked about the movie was that the discovery of the the child was revealed in a dr- well, not like a dream, but kind of like that a was, nightmare. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I assumed from watching the trailer, I was thinking, oh, that's how the movie's going to start. The spaceship's going to crash, and then Elizabeth Banks is going to wake up, which did happen, but it cut. Mm-hmm. It cut to where the whole place started shaking, um, and then she started crying blood in the nightmare. I like that. Um, Pretty much how the first, pretty much up to the first death was fine. Like, I liked that build up. So, up until he puts on the mask and torments the woman in the diner. Yes. Right, the, okay. Like, the, like, one of the only scary scenes I liked is when he goes to that girl's house and he's trying to talk to her, but he's hiding behind the curtain. Ah, that was, that was effective. I liked that. Mm. I liked it. 
Uh, it's, I think it's even more creepy when he's got the mask on and you just see the eyes. Mm. The glowing red eyes. Very creepy, that. Mm-hmm. At points. Uh-huh. Um, Not overdone either, I don't think. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, okay, let's cut to the dice scene because I would pretty much have it to that point, like, as it is. The first half hour, as it is. Okay, up in there, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bit where the glass, she's looking up and the light shatters and the little bit goes into the centre of her eye. Has it ever occurred? And just pulls it out. Ha- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Has it ever occurred when, you, when you're when you looking at glass, it shatters so violently that it sticks in, your, in an orifice? Well, it might do. The way that glass I, is sharp. The way that I see it, if the human body falls on a bit of glass, then, of course, it's going to impale you. But if the glass is forcefully getting, like, pushed, I don't think it would have enough force, unless he was controlling the glass. No, I mean, if it's coming out force, forcefully, uh-huh. you've all got the force of the explosion, plus what a, and gravity mm. pulling it towards you. Have you? Do you know how a gun works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just need to ask Henry Cavill. Hey. Is he still Superman? Actually, fuck it. I'll ask Zachary Levi. He survived many bullets. <laughs> a good superhero movie. Hey. You haven't even seen it? Shazam! Oh, you have. Uh. <laughs> I've seen that shit twice, and it's the best superhero movie this year. Boy. Well, it's not. That's another <laughs> podcast. So, yeah. The, um, the diner scene. Pretty much what we saw in the diner scene, apart from the glass in the eye, we saw in the trailer. So I was just like, oh. Oh, no, that was awesome, though. She gets the glass in the, in the eye, and you just ex- expect her to pull it straight out. But she moves her eye up. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the glass yeah, moves yeah, with yeah, it. yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, God, that's nasty. And, 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 and she pulls it out, and then blood comes from the eye. And then you see from her point of view. That was cool. Yeah. I like that. Because she saw, because you could see the kid in the blood part of the eye but you couldn't see him on the right side uh-huh. that bit was cool I remember that and um, the bit where she locks herself in the freezer and the oh kids. the bit in the trailer yeah yes uh, and he breaks the door down and just, just shoots at her you, you probably hear that crunching sound like mm, yeah I love it but I I I, uh, I saw that coming because I saw the trailer well yeah right. but what I didn't see coming relating back to the man that that man because she was the mother of that girl the girl with the broken hand yeah which we'll get to um near the end where her body is shown in like that radiating light i thought was cool where she was pinned up against the barn <coughs> oh, excuse me. Yes. that's a that's a that's just a quick point that i like i like that so, so f- this film view is with potential but has a good few shots in it yeah all right in, in short, like I could talk to you about um, Badger's death. Trump's Badger. The jaw. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, He's I, holding on his jaw and just... Context, I'm relating it to Badger from Breaking Bad, who that guy portrayed. So he's not called Badger in the film, is he? No, 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 no. I was the, thinking, is he really called Badger? The guy who played the kid's uncle. Right. He played a character called Badger in Breaking Bad. Oh, right. Okay. He was one of um, Aaron Paul, Jesse Pinkman's friends. Yeah. But he was called Badger. All right. Badger, the boy. I saw that, that scene. Um, he's in a truck and trying to drive away. And the kids flying and chasing him, knocking the truck and all Pussy that. Pussyfooting about killing him. Play, playing with him. 
Yeah. Playing with his prey, that sort of thing. With horror, if you're going to play with your food, you've got to play with it food. the right way. Not really food, though, is it? But if it's sloppy, if you're playing with your... Basically, this... If, if I could put a food analogy to this movie, mm. it was like soup. You kind of have it hot, ready to go, and the first few bites are awesome, but it gets cold real quick, so you've got to eat it. And then it dribbles through your hands. Well, yeah, but you've got a fucking spoon. <laughs> but by the time you get to the, the middle point where it starts to cool down, you're just playing with it because it's not hot. Fuck, it's not hot. So you're just playing about with your shitty soup. And that's what this kid was doing near the middle of the film, just playing around with these bodies. Right, okay, that's the title of the podcast right there. Playing with your shitty soup. Playing with your shitty soup. Right, okay, keep that in mind, right? Um, yeah, first of all, I have no idea what you're talking about. What are you talking about soup for? Second of all... Because the remember... kid didn't kill him outright! And also, if you're gonna fuck with someone, <laughs> at least be inventive. It's like, oh, the kid's there. Oh, now he's not there. Oh, he could be Lifting behind. a truck up by the rear and dropping it isn't inventive. Mm. I think. So, but do you remember... Okay, I'm off slightly, but do you remember Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol? Is the, that the um, Dubai one? Yes. Yeah. The finale takes place in a multi-story car park. Right, I don't And it remember. ends with Eden Hunt behind the wheel of a car. Yeah. To get And he's like 10 stories up, whichever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And after the briefcase with the nuclear launch cords in, trying to press stop. The bad oh, guys yes, at, I do remember it. Yeah. The bad guy's at the bottom with the with the briefcase. So Ethan Hunt thinks, right, the only thing I can do now is drive this car off the platform mm-hmm. straight over the edge. The car falls like 100-odd feet. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hunt survives, obviously. But the car in Brightburn drops maybe half that-ish. Half to and a third. He, and his jaw is just unhinged <laughs> yeah but I can look at um, well he don't have the airbag as well maybe that helped I could look at Mission Impossible as a dumb action movie that doesn't take itself too seriously a fantastic action film point made um, but Brightburn is a horror slash superhero movie not superhero I won't class it as a superhero horror mm. thriller horror thriller that um that tries to scare the audience to the point where you're meant to be terrified of this kid. You, you, you're scared to the point where you just go, don't fuck with them. But I want to be scared to the point where I can't even look at the kid. And you didn't get that point? No. I thought the kid was, was very creepy. The kid had the most boring-ass fucking face I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, 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 it's literally like the day that he started filming. Now, I may have to cut this out, but I don't know. But it's literally like the first day they started shooting, the director basically went, uh, I don't know what he's called, we'll call him Joseph. Alright Joseph, uh, welcome to the set of Brightburn, I'm pretty sure you've read the script by now, so let's start filming. Also you have cancer, go! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Try and give a shit now, kid. <laughs> That's some direction right there. Mm-hmm. Right. So imagine, like... You're given that di- well a diagnosis that you you've got cancer. You're gonna have a fucked up face all day. <laughs> for the entire for the entire run, this kid had a face like meh. I will put it as the thumbnail because you need to see this shit. Yeah, the only saving grace in terms of performances was Badger, the uncle, uh-huh. and Elizabeth Banks. Like Elizabeth Banks was. I thought the father was pretty good. Uh, Roy the f- from the, the Office. <laughs> oh, uh, no. but you don't want to do. I don't watch the shit office, I only watch the good one. 
Shots fired. Uh, the office discussion next podcast. No, it won't be though. Yeah. Um, the dad was fine in the fact that he served the point as the dad who's divisive because... We well, have to have the opposite for the, from the mum. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And there was a point, there literally was a point where it was after the uncle's death. We're still, we're still going on uh, chronologically in yeah, the yeah. film, which is quite impressive. Um, there was the point where the kid gets told that the uncle's dead. He doesn't react, which was fine yeah. because you know, the kid's a dick. But then the dad's like, hold on, something's not right. And he really gets in his face, but the kid pushes him away. Mm. Brandon. Brandon. Ah, there we Brandon go. Brandon Briar. Brandon Briar, which is why the backwards... I formed. did... Okay, the, sig- the sigil that he draws in blood a few times. Yeah. I do not see the double Bs. Neither do I. I see diamonds. <laughs> like two diamonds next to each other with it, a line through. It kind of looks like a kind of Blair Witch symbol. Yeah, I don't, where, who sees the BB? The uh, copper. That <laughs> looks like two Bs there, doesn't it? That looks like a BB. It fucking doesn't. The cop was played by Billy D. <laughs> <laughs> Billy D. I'm gonna change this to a BD <laughs> for Billy D. <laughs> B. It wasn't me, by the way. B P R D. The Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense. Billy Billy D. Could have been good in Hellboy. As Hellboy. Going back to when he pushed the father into the into the wall. Aye. Like, I'm surprised that the father didn't attempt to rip the kid's head off. There's, the kid could literally rip his head off. Well, yeah, nah, that. He melted his eye sockets. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. And brain. And his entire head. Yeah, yeah, so the father takes him out to... For camping or hunting. Yeah. And he's, he says, I'm going to fucking kill this kid. Yeah. I'm going to take my rifle and shoot him in the head. And he, and he does just that. And the kid's like, what the fuck did you just do? And then when the... Are you yeah. mad? Uh-huh. Are you stupid? You're mad, bro. So then the father runs off. And like like, like, like you say, the kid plays, like, toys with him. Playing with the shitty soup. We're going back to the shitty <laughs> the soup. The shitty soup. The kid literally just gets a bowl of soup and just starts going, do I want to eat this cold-ass soup that was hot a minute ago? But he doesn't eat them, though. Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll eat it. And he's dead. <laughs> In a cool way, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burns his eyes out. Yeah. Um, the chemistry with Elizabeth Banks and the kid, I didn't see, which was why near the end where she confronted him in the barn, she had the shard of the ship behind him. Because a few scenes earlier, well, not a few scenes, like an hour earlier, uh-huh. four earlier, he, um, Brandon, what, what, was he like possessed to walk towards the spaceship? He was drawn to it. That's never ex- explained though, is it? No. The, the, the first shot that you see him he stood like he's he's hiding in that spot, mm-hmm. and then he jumps out with his mom, and I don't know why. But he falls, the boards break or something, and he falls down, and he cuts himself on the ship. Yeah, yeah. So then she thinks, ah ha ha ha, I know what can kill the bastard. Yeah, but he's got reflexes. A really loose piece of the ship that mm-hmm. I can pull apart with my bare hands. Yeah, and and what I remembered was that scene in um, a scene from Justice League, ironically, and a scene from Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Where two characters can detect someone with super speed and literally just be like, all right, I'm going to fucking trip this bastard up. And Flash gets immobilized, well, nearly immobilized. And Quicksilver gets immobilized by Jean Grey. Yeah. Brandon clearly knows that a knife is going to be plunged down and he fucking stops it. And I'm like, wait, fuck, you're going to die? And then she just gets dropped and then the film ends. Not quite. There's the 
plane that crashes into him. Yeah, and the plane thinks, did crash into him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was just standing there. Well, he, he was floating there. He wasn't standing there. He's like a mile up. In the, That's in true. The air. But then like, there's the post-credits, well, over the credits. Oh, yeah, you noticed this and I didn't. Uh, Michael Rooker is like a conspiracy theorist. I like the Michael YouTube Rooker guy. Yeah. And um, or there's people like this. There's beings like this all over the world. So that's mm. where they say that the, the, the sequels are going. But one of the photos was um, from a previous James Gunn movie called Super. Have you seen that or heard of it? Yes, I like Super. Yes, um, the image was of Rain Wilson as the Crimson Bolt. Oh, that's where that was coming from. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So they're in the same universe. <laughs> and Kevin Bacon's dead. Well. <laughs> oh, I my film right. Sad times. So yes, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, actually. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Put it this way. I recall Brightburn better than Men in Black International. That's your count for Summit. That's why I gave it a 3. <laughs> <laughs> you give Men in Black a 2. Does it deserve one more point to make it a 4? How does that work if I gave Men in Black a two? I don't know. What other <laughs> films have you given three of this year? Um, I will have a check, but most of my films this year, about sixty percent of them, have been under six. Yeah, easily. Yeah, a lot of them. Well, the only films that I've rated high, The Favorite, right, which I really liked, um, Rocket Man, Aladdin, um, and Elite Battle Angel. I and now Elite, I think we agree on, was actually really fun. Yeah, that, I that, hope they make um, they make make some sequels to that. Yeah, it's a really really cool concept that I thought wouldn't fly, but yeah, I loved it. I gave high ratings to Avengers Endgame, John Wick Three, Shazam, and Alita. Um, the ones I've said, plus, um, oh, I can't count climax because it was last year. God damn it, um. Oh, Holmes and Watson was um, last year. Mm-hmm. I gave that a one. Was it as as bad as as they all say? I laughed for a split second during one little bit. Did you laugh? That made me giggle. But did you laugh in in Men in Black? Maybe one little giggle. Oh, no, it was when that um, little ball alien uh, that, split apart. Oh, it was a smile from me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'll, so, I'll that. Holmes and Watson is te- technically a better comedy than Men in Black at International. That's true, but it's a worse film. Yeah. Um, Avengers Endgame, I gave a six. Yeah. And we're seeing it again. On Monday, yes. Yeah, Bye. boy. New deleted so scenes. It, why do you want to say it again? Because I want to know what this deleted scene is that everyone's harping about. Plus, I wanted to beat um, Avatar. Avengers uh, is arguably a better movie than Avatar, hands down. All right. I would give Avatar a four. <laughs> all right. Four out of ten. Um, Shazam, I gave a seven. Really like Shazam, and I could watch that quite for long periods of time. Um, Lego Movie Two, I gave a three. I'm changing it to a three because I, I gave it a five. Mm. I had it on four, but yeah, I gave it a three. Um, Us, I gave a seven. I give that an eight. I want to watch Us again. No. Uh, yeah, that, that that's all I've got. I don't, I don't think I, I will see. Us again, though. Okay. In fact, there's a majority of the films I've seen this year I probably won't see again. Um, uh, Hellboy, surprisingly, I, I would want to see again. You know, I'd give it a six. Six is alright. Yeah. 
Six is a good rating. Um, other than that, Alita, Shazam, John Wick, and Avengers. They're the only ones I would see see again. Alita, Shazam, Avengers, Aladdin. Ironically. Um, yeah, even though I've rated Avengers a six, I wouldn't. I wouldn't see it again after the point after the time that we're going to see it next, because after that, I know the film back to front, uh-huh. because I've seen it twice now, and regardless of it being three hours, I know what happens point for point. So there's like no surprise. Whereas with Blade Runner, when we watched it numerous months back, uh-huh. like little sections of it were like kind of new to me, so like I didn't notice that bit before. Like I love. Yeah, after you've, after you, it's been a while since you've seen the movie, you'll see new things about it. It'll jog mm. your mind again, won't it? Mm. I might do that with the Marvel films. Who knows? Might find a new appreciation for them. Either way, we need a sequel to Aquaman because it's the best. Have you seen that yet? No. Well, then you can't <laughs> comment on it, can you? The first half is a fucking hilarious. Isn't it? It's good, isn't it? It it it's very funny. But is it good? It, it's good in the same way that the Fast and Furious movies are good. Right, but you still haven't answered the question. Is it good? Yes, it's it's right. good. Okay, leave it there then. <laughs> um, next week, what are we talking about? Well, Toy Story 4 is out, so I aim to see Toy yes, Story, Toy Story 4, 4. Because that's going to be another divisive fucking movie. And I might have something else planned for next time as well. Who knows? Another type of quiz. American, American Town Names... Or dyke names. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think there'll be a sex quiz. Oh. Might be a more music quiz. Remember, copyright's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, copyright is a thing. So humming is acceptable. <laughs> yeah. I, so I it depends how good your pipes are, Dan. <laughs> that's literally nothing if you guys know what that is comment in and you it's could win one of Dan's DVDs which he'll send out to you it's literally a pile of maybe 30 DVDs that are too crappy to sell at CEX not crappy but they're worth nothing like I'll get a penny for them context CEX is a second hand shop in the UK we'll post the link in the description pronounced sex and in the adverts um it says shop at sex. <laughs> yeah. Right. So so we'll we start, have we'll st- a sex shop. <laughs> we started at sex. We've ended at sex. Oh, we're ending. We've closed. We've closed the loop now. D- I mean, dang it! I mean, this does time travel better than Avengers Endgame. Yes. So next time we'll be discussing Toy Story Four and who else? Uh. What else? Who knows? Christopher Lee. No. I don't know why that popped into my head. So, until next time, I've been Dan. He has been Dan. Catch you later. (laughs) I've been Dan.